Good morning. It's 9.30 on Tuesday, the 21st of April, 2020. And this is our 20th radio show. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole month. How amazing is that? It's Space Tuesday and we're blogging. Welcome to Radio Blogging, daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged. Brought to you by Pi Corbett, David Mitchell, Ian Rocky, and Russell Prue. Just listen and blog. It's live, fun, and interactive. And with new educational tasks every day, just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more. Oh, yes, indeed. We are so lucky to have you with us. Good morning, bloggers, and thank you so much indeed for stopping by our radio station today. It's a cracking hour-long show. We have some great stuff on it. Don't go anywhere. A special good morning to Giles. Hello, Giles, where you are listening, wherever you are. Thanks so much indeed for your tweets and your posts yesterday. Really enjoyed that, and thanks, Mum, for getting in contact. Lovely to hear from you. We'd love to hear from the rest of you today, folks. We're on Twitter. We are at Radio Blogging. So easy if you're not on twitter yourself get an adult to do it for you at radio blogging very simple on email we are radio blogging at gmail.com uh, we are also on mobile phones on the sms texting service my text service is 07624 802 that number one more time 07624 802 texts are free from most mobile phones and we'd love to read a message out from you today it's now time for my favorite bit of the day start the day with a slice of pie this is radioblogging.net good morning pie good morning and it is a lovely morning this morning here sunshine and i've stepped outside actually just for a moment i thought well i'll step outside and feel the sunlight and of course russell i have been on the phone to the great aunt and crispy and crunchy have been up to some bad business in the garden and by that i mean they have created a dust bowl and what that means is down by there's a little stream as you know at the end of her garden and down there they've created a dust bowl they've been scratching and digging they've made themselves a big hole they've got into this hole and of course because the weather's been quite warm it's very dry in there and they've been snuggling in so when they come inside they're covered covered in dirt and they're so happy to come inside and they're so happy in their dirt and they shake their big waggy tails and the dust flies everywhere so i'm afraid the aged aunt was a little bit cross with them and is threatening to withdraw their food <gasps> oh my goodness and she does get quite cross sometimes the aged aunt but she's um listening now so i better be on best behavior good morning aged aunt and she'll enjoy that so that's the little update. And I've not seen Gerald the Mouse, actually, at all. Not seen him. But he's done this before, you see. What he does is I set up, we've got the new metal bread bin. We've got the glass jar for the nuts. We've got the porridge in the bread bin. And we've blocked the hole in the fridge that he made. So, I, I, and I'm now thinking, oh, he's gone away. But he's a sneaky little beast. And I reckon that in a couple of days' time, I'll see him trotting around somewhere looking pleased as punch. So that's the latest update. I'm very cheerful today, Russell, because it is creativity, World Creativity Day. And we love creativity on radio blogging. That is what it is all about. People creating and communicating. So I'm really happy 
uh, to be with you all today. Today's a special day because it's all about space. Uh, and last night at about, well, just before 10 o'clock, I was looking out of the window. And of course, I thought they were, it was a meteorite shower. But I don't think it was. I think it was probably one of those things that men send up into space and whiz along, not rocket rockets. Those little tiny things that go along and connect us all, Russell. Satellites. Ah, that's it. Satellites. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my best, I'm old. that's my best intervention pie. Thank you. Just ask again. I'm, I'm here all day. <laughs> Look, everybody knows I've got a bus pass. I keep saying it. I'm very, very old and sometimes I forget words. Satellites. I know that one satellites i thought it was meteorites but it wasn't it was satellites hey those two things rhyme might be able to use those so yeah and i've often looked out and i'm sure everybody has looking out at the moon it's such a beautiful thing and looking up at the stars and wondering whether or not there is life out there now i happen to believe that there is life out there i think if space goes on uh, uh, to infinity if it goes on forever then there must be all possible worlds out there there must be all sorts of worlds and all sorts of life forms and i think if there isn't it's a pretty dull thing to imagine so i i i'm of the view that there is something out there and that we've never successfully really communicated with it but i think one day we will shall we start some games russell to get us to creative games play and try with ian and pie Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Pi. Very well, thank you. Excited to start some games on Space Tuesday. Yeah, so am I. And the, the one, we, one we started with yesterday was remembering or thinking about all sorts of lovely things in our lives, small things. And I saw on the internet this morning that the leatherback turtles have had a great year. Um, this is in Thailand, and, and they hatch on the beach. And I'm sure, sure children will have seen this on uh, some of those great nature programs that people like David Attenborough put out. And you see the little turtles scurrying down the beach and trying to get into the sea. Uh, and this year has been a fantastic year because, of course, there are no tourists there. There is nobody there. So uh, they've been able to hatch and get out into the sea. Fantastic year for them. And I thought, well, that's a small thing, but a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the whole business of space. Those of you who've not joined us before, we always start with a couple of games. Ian and I play the games, and then there's a space where you play the games in school or at home, wherever you are, and we have a bit of a musical break and some shout-outs, and then we move on. So first one, Ian, different ways to get to the moon. Now, we all know you could get into a rocket, but I'm thinking of creative, imaginative ways so what would be your first creative way to get to the moon? I'm going to go with a, a, a sprout wings and fly. Oh, I love that idea. I don't know what they're called, and you might, Ian, because you are a head teacher. Uh, but you know the Romans used to use, I think it was the Romans, used huge catapults that looked yes. rather like giant spoons. Yes. Do you know what they were called? I, I don't. Just, I just, I don't know their official name, but I thought they were, they were referred to as catapults. Okay, so I'm going to um, I'm going to go back in time, find some Romans with a huge catapult, and be catapulted to the moon. Okay, I'm going to hitch a lift on a rocket. Okay, so I'm going to go into fairy tale land, and I'm going to steal Jack's beans, and I'm going to plant them, put plenty of manure on them, so I grow an enormous beanstalk all the way up to the moon. 
I am going to borrow something from a very well-known book, and I'm going to use Charlie's Great Glass Elevator. That's a good idea. Okay, so I'm going to find myself a unicorn uh, with wings and, uh, oh, no, Pegasus. I'm going to find Pegasus, which is a a winged horse, you'll remember. I'm going to find Pegasus, and then I'm going to get Pegasus to fly me, Pegasus to fly me to the moon. I am going to borrow someone's giant pogo stick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I love that idea. You're going to pogo stick to the moon. Okay, ridiculous. All right, that's the first game, folks. Different creative ways to get to the moon. Be as creative as you can. Let your mind wander. The second one is, we've not done this before, I think, an interview with an alien. So you are in role Mm. as an alien back on our planet, and you are sort of presenting the news or whatever, and you're going to interview me because I've just been to Earth. Okay, Uh, a very good morning to you. You're listening to Aliens in the Morning, and I'm interviewing uh, somebody who's just been down to Earth. Good morning, Pi. Can you tell me, please, what's it like down on Earth? What's the landscape like? A lot of... (laughs) I tried to do an alien voice, but it didn't come out very well. I'll 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 start again. Wait, this is my alien voice. It is very blue in the ocean. There are lots of green and open spaces, but there are also deserts. They have big cities and towns as well. Tell me a little bit about the people, Pi. The people, lots of them are very nice and kind, but there are some crazy ones who are destroying the planet. Uh, Did you see any animals whilst you were there? Yes. I saw lots of leatherback turtles. Uh, and tell me about the weather, because I hear the weather here on uh, down there on Earth is, is quite something. It is. It snows. It rains. It thunders. It can be very sunny. It is not like our planet, where it is the same most of the time. And is it somewhere you would recommend for a trip away? Yes. I enjoyed being there. I went to Disneyland. It was great fun. <laughs> and thank you very much for joining me today. A really high recommendation there, Pi. Who's been down to earth? Well, of course, the weird thing there, Ian, is I had a Daleky type voice. You were completely normal. <laughs> okay, so there are two games for you folks. How many ways can you think of to get to the moon? And then can you interview in twos and threes? Interview with an alien, please. And I'm sure you can make a better job of it than I did. Russell. Time for some shout-outs and a musical break, perhaps. Excellent. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. Whilst you're writing, folks, here's some fabulous music to get you in the mood. It's just coming up to 19 minutes to 10, and we've played this before, but we love it. Hi, this is Frank Cottrell Boyce, and you are listening to radioblogging.net. 
I love that. I hope the writing went well, everyone. Quick shout-outs from me. Hello, good morning to Brian Moses, who's listening. He's getting a bit of a very popular uh, uh, listener there. Hello to Rachel Burrow. Thank you so much indeed. Good morning to you as well. Phenomenon. I think I got that right. Uh, thank you. Hello to you as well. Asking if we're on for the whole hour. You bet. Uh, and we'd be on forever if we possibly can. Good morning to Goose Acre Primary School. Hello to you. Thanks so much. Maria Richards, what a lovely uh, animated video clip of space moving through there. If you've not seen that, get onto our Twitter uh, stream, folks, and have a look at that lovely one there. Uh, to Gastrell's Primary, they were on for the first time yesterday, and I'm saying hello to uh, Sparrowhawks class and to Mateo. Hello and good morning to you. Thank you so much. James Walker, hello. He's on later on in the show, uh, one of our featured poets today. Good morning to you, James. Hope you are well. And hello to Bantock Primary School. Hope I got that right as well. Saying good morning to you and everyone there. Catherine Wilkinson, good morning to you. Tim Black, hello. And a very good morning to John Sutton, who is there. He's recommending us to Goose Acre Primary School. Thanks, John. That's really good. Joe Street, good morning to you. And Rachel, what some lovely images of Gerald going to the moon. That's very poignant today. I think very nice. Christopher Bailey, hello to you. Thanks so much for getting in contact. Just looking over on on the uh oh yes we had a text message can you a shout out for joey p please yes you certainly can this is our first time uh live radio blogging and lots of our friends from gastrel school oh just giving you a mention as well we'll be listening to hello to everyone from gastrel school hello bonjour uh, guten tag and bonjourno i think that covered just about most of the stuff i can manage at this time in this morning uh, bonjour to mr rocky uh, bonjour, Monsieur Pru. I tell you what, you're expanding, aren't you? This is this is going international now. Radioblogging.net. Um, Kayla Forest Gate. Good morning. Uh, my lovely daughter has become fixated with the radio on this site. She needs a shout out. Whether she's now got one. Sachin. Good morning. A returning listener. Lovely to have you along this morning. Lillian Holly would like a big shout out. Um, from Minehead First School and Minehead Middle School. I think that's your first time listening. Certainly your first time shouting out. Lily's just had her tenth birthday. Sebastian. Good morning to you. Returning visit, uh, returning listener as well. As is Alexander from Stonewood Woodford School. Mrs. McCalmont. Good morning to you. Thank you for listening today. Today's program is going to be out of this world as usual and um, we've got a shout out for nafisa and lewis well done to you finlow and connell from john moore primary thrilled to be listening thank you so much gabby from warren road good morning and good morning to jack as well with miss shah and 5s mrs murrin good morning to you and lewis Axel and Kai have a great day in school all of you Miss Little good morning to you as well thank you so much an out of this world shout out to all at Stonewood Woodford Krista shout out to 5A and Miss Aldridge thank you Clem and Aurora we both love radio blogging and space two of the best things in the same place Jake and Robin shout out to everyone listening from Harrogate also going to rattle through a few more Mr Tudge good morning and good morning to Mrs Eltringham Thank you so much for getting involved this morning. Rakshan, hello. Good morning to you. Also, good morning to Aggie. Can I have a shout out to key workers and gastro school? Indeed, you can. Ollie, ready for the show. Hi to Witchwood Primary School. Brilliant. Well done. Evelyn, good morning to you. And Abigail, who's looking forward to it, as is Archie, who cannot wait for today's show. Holly, can I give a shout out to all the amazing pupils at Gastral School? I can indeed. And Imogen, good morning to you, who cannot wait for the show. Well done to you. On the email, by the way, you can email us, radioblogging at gmail.com. Keep those emails coming in. Joe Hill has been in touch. Good morning. Also, Daisy from Warren Road. 
I've given a shout out there to you, Ella. Hey, Radio Blogging, can you give a shout out to everyone from Class 3 who are listening? I certainly can. Kath, good morning. It's your first listen today. Please shout out my eager boys, Will and Freddie and Mum Kath, who is a teacher. Thanks so much. We are massive space fans. And finally, Neve. Hi, Radio Blogging team and everyone else. I absolutely love the show and I would really like it if you could give me a shout out from Neve. P.S. Happy World creativity day indeed it is and on that note i'm going to hand back to the master of creativity mr pi corbett ah thank you very much lots of great shout outs there now we like to start our show really getting going with a couple i think russell we have got a couple of performances and at the end of the show today we'll explain how you can record one of your pieces of writing to introduce tomorrow's show but we have a couple from yesterday don't we russ we do indeed and holly is up first she's new to the show so good morning to you holly this is saturn to earth we are very sorry to interrupt this program but we are here to bring you exciting news from the space explorers on saturn this is hope one to earth Birmingham, we have arrived. I repeat, Birmingham, we have arrived. The planet has many moons, with a large one facing directly towards us and has a mystical red colour. Hope One is currently steady and from our windows and cameras, we can see that the landscape is rocky with large craters full of water. I repeat, there are large craters full of water. I have turned up our noise tracker and have identified sounds which are similar to a thunderstorm. I have also picked up sounds from possible life forms, however there are none to be seen. Wait, that has changed Birmingham, our heat cameras have sent some fish-like creatures in the water. Wow, what do you think about that one? I thought that was tremendous, lots of good energy, very clear, I could hear every word, lots of great ideas, absolutely spot on. Yeah, I was there, I was there with them. Great stuff. And we got another one, haven't we? We have. This is from Oliver. We have played some of Oliver's work before. This is quite mm. short, but very meaningful. Mars Moves. Mars moves over to Earth. Earth goes to Mars. Back and forwards, back and forwards, back and forwards. There, 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 there. Here, 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 here. Wow. What do you think about that? I thought that was interesting. It's a very, very different uh, take on it. And what I love about that is it's highly creative in that he's gone for something completely different to what most of us were thinking. So uh, a couple of great examples, Russell. And at the end of the session, we'll uh, talk people through how they can begin tomorrow's session. So thanks to those, um, both of you, um, Holly and Toby. Now, we're going to hear from James Carter. We had James Carter on a few weeks ago, and um, I know that he loves outer space, the moon, outer space, stars. So um, I suggested, Russell, we get a hold of him. And I think of writing saying we've got a couple of poems coming up and then an interview with James. And what we're going to do, everybody listen carefully to the interview because that will lead us into the first padlet. James sort of talks it through. He does indeed. First one, The Northern Lights. I'm James Carter, and this is The Northern Lights. The Northern Lights are not what they seem. 
not fireworks from another realm, not portals into mystic dreams, not cosmic curtains, even swarms of magic dust. No. The simply solar particles brought to us on wild winds, bursting forth in winter skies like gifts to soothe our tired eyes. I'm James Carter, and this is Love You More. Do I love you to the moon and back? No. I love you more than that. I love you to the desert sands, the mountains, stars, the planets, and I love you to the deepest sea, and deeper still through history. Before, beyond, I love you then. I love you now, and I'll love you when the sun's gone out and the moon's gone home, and all the stars are fully grown. When I no longer say these words, I'll give them to the wind, the birds, so that they will still be heard. I love you. Wow. Amazing. Again, as usual, I've come to expect that from you, James, I have to say. Now, um, <laughs> Russell, you're such, a, you're such a kind person. You're very Thank kind. You. There's plenty where that came from. So just say if you need some more. Now, <laughs> I understand or I have it on good authority that this can be delivered as a workshop. Tell me your ideas around that, please. OK, so what often happens when I'm working with year five, six, seven and eight classes in primary and prep schools, I'll use that poem as a kind of an opener just to get people thinking in terms of imagery. And so what I'll often do is I get children to look up and say, what can you see up there at night? And I'll go stars and I go, oh, yeah, stars. So I write the word stars on the board and I go, poetry is all about repetition. What sounds a bit like stars? What's in the middle of the word stars? And I go, ah, and I go, oh, OK, stars are. And I go, where can we go from there? And I go, maybe we could do the opposite and say stars are not. Stars are not what? So again, it's repetition. What, not, what? Stars are not what they... And then everybody choruses in with seem. Stars are not what they seem. And I say, what do stars look like? And often they'll say, oh, they look like things like candles or eyes or shards of glass or, or coins or sequins or fireflies or diamonds or glitter and gold. These kind of things obviously come out over, over a length of time. And I'll say, oh, what could we do with those? So I'll say, okay let's go back to the beginning stars are not what they seem not and then we use the word not as an opener for each line and we're looking for imagery i say candles where do you get candles and they go a temple i go oh yeah so we could give me an adjective to describe the candles not the flickering candles and i say give me a good word for night and they'll go oh nocturnal i go brilliant we'll end up with something like not the flickering candles in a nocturnal temple and then we'll do the same again maybe for something like the shards of glass i say give me a word to describe the shards show me those shards and they go glistening and i go perfect not the glistening shards and i say imagine that the stars were originally one thing like a giant bottle and it's been broken they go oh, yes yeah, scattered glass and then we'll end up with something like not the glistening shards of scattered glass and then we'll do a little list of sequins and fireflies and diamonds. And I say, look, this is great English stuff, but let's go a bit sciencey now. Tell me what stars actually are. And maybe they'll say they're fireballs and they're dying suns and they're gas and they're hydrogen. I go, oh, hydrogen, that's great. How many syllables in hydrogen? I go, hydrogen, three. I say, give me another gas with three syllables, beginning with a huh helium. So we might end up with something like, at the end of the poem, masses of gas. Hydrogen, helium, and heat, heat, heat.
Oh, love it. Love it. And uh, I thought he explained that incredibly well, Russell. So, folks, those of you who've not been with us before, let's make sure that at the very top of the page, you are clicked on that menu across the top. You're clicked on today's show. You go down and you meet what we call a Padlet. And in this instance, it says stars are on it. And you can see <clears throat> lots and lots of different stars. That looks like the Milky Way. And now, in order to create your sentence, your stars are sentence, go to the pink circle in the bottom right-hand corner with a plus mark on it. Click on that. Bingo, up comes a box. And it says title. Now, that's where we put our names. So I'm, going to, I'm doing mine now, pi. And then I drop the cursor down. So I can start writing. So I'm going to write stars are glittering. And then I'm going to go for freckles. Stars are glittering freckles. Stars are glittering freckles in the dark, on a dark. I'm going to change that. Stars are glittering freckles, freckles, freckles on a dark face, on, on the dark face, on night's dark face. Do you hear how I'm sort of saying it aloud, um, either aloud or inside my head, I'm saying it to try and get the right words in the right order. And then before you post it, you post it by clicking on the Padlet itself. Before you post it, reread it, double check. Um, have we got, is it as good as it can possibly be? Has every every word earned its place. Have I just bunged in loads of adjectives? Because it wouldn't work as well if I write stars are glittering, glowing, gleaming, glistening. It would just sound sort of silly. But I've gone for the glitter, glittering because of glitter. Stars are glittering freckles on night's dark face. I'm going to go cheek on night's dark cheek. And I've chosen cheek because the moon sometimes looks a bit like a cheek okay i'm pleased with that i click on the padlet and it says awaiting approval now uh, what will be happening now is that mr mitchell will be um hundreds of these will suddenly start appearing and he will be looking at them and every single one is double checked so nobody can write anything uh, uh silly or that's not appropriate now at the moment, you'll see absolutely nothing there. But in order to see them as they appear, you have to go to the very top of the page where it says radioblogging.net. Look to the right. There is a semicircle with an arrow. And when you click on that, and that does something called, so I gather, refreshing the page. And oh, my goodness, we've already got about 20 up here. Mrs. Baker, stars are sparkling dewdrops suspended in the air on a frosty morning. Hannah. Stars are jagged pieces of glass dropped by an alien. I love that jagged because it's unexpected and it's um, it's harsh and it's sharp. I love that one. Uh, Darius, stars are balls of fire in the middle of the universe, lighting up the night sky. Lewis, stars are white flecks of straw-blown paint on the black canvas of night. Love that idea of straw-blown straw and the white flecks. Charlie, stars are beautiful patterns telling millions of wonderful stories. Just go back and edit that one, Charlie. You just do that by putting the cursor over it and a little grey box appears just above. Click on that and you'll be able to edit. There's, uh, there are two very important things, and I know you know what they are, that you need to attend to. Mr. Walker, I said I'd double check you on the Twitter. Stars are dead planets 
calling out to the universe. Excellent. I like the dead planet idea, but it's the calling out to the universe that's really attracting me there. Um, Leisha, stars are smiling eyes, always watching over us like guardian angels. Lovely idea. Poppy, stars are bright, oval, gleaming and beautiful things that hover above us. Love that idea, Poppy, but just go back and click on it because there's one very important thing that your teacher would pick up on and you know what it is. Uh, Timon, 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 hope I've said that right. Stars are fireflies, fireflies that got stuck in that big bluish black thing. Um, the thing, have a look at that. See if you can come up with something that's a bit more exacting than thing. It's a bit vague, I think, Timon. You can do better than that one. But I love your fireflies idea and the way they got stuck uh, there. OK, so um, normally we have a bit of a, an interlude here. But I'm tempted, as you're writing those and putting them up, Russell, I think we could go on to Dom Conlon doing his reading and his interview. So that everybody, look at them all. It's amazing. I love seeing it. I've just refreshed the page, folks, and there are so many more that have appeared. Phoebe, stars are gods and goddesses' souls. If they died a noble death. What a lovely, imaginative idea. And Arthur, stars are pinches of salt tossed into the night sky. We've got lots of metaphors here, Russell, and we were looking at metaphors. Uh, yesterday, weren't we, where you're we saying mm. it's not one thing is like another, it is another. And that's what we're seeing here. Metaphors. Uh, Mr. Skill, class three, stars are dimmed bedside light shining softly so you, that you can absorb the latest chapter. A lovely idea. And seemed lying in bed there um, reading his book um, uh, by the bedside light. Charlie, stars are glistening shards of broken time. And I can see that um, one or two people are going back and have, have, have edited. Fantastic stuff. Um, Mr. Mitchell, how is it going? And, and I'm particularly interested, Mr. Mitchell, not only in the Padlet and how that's going, but also how many countries are clocking in? Those of you not been on, if you skim right to the bottom of the page, you can see a globe whirling around and a huge list of, um, of countries, people in different countries. How is all of that going, Mr. Mitchell? Well, good morning, Pi. Um, it's going really well. The Padlets always are a big hit with the listeners, uh, really quick and instant. Uh, those teachers who may be tuning in, uh, Padlets, amazing resource, free as well, which is great. Um, but yes, really instant, isn't it? And we've got, well, we've got hundreds and hundreds coming up. I think we've got about 300. I'm halfway through approving them. Like you said, Pi, every single one of them is approved first. So we make sure the site is totally safe for everybody. Uh, that's important for teachers and parents to know as well. Uh, in terms of the site, yes, it's really busy. We have at the moment, I'm just on with one 141 different cities around the world. Uh, we've got people on from uh, France, America, Australia, the Isle of Man. We always have a few on from the Isle of Man. I think they get a few shout outs as well. Um, but yes, if you, uh, if you are listening, welcome from those places and do tell your friends and family as well that we are doing this. Um, it's great. And one of the things children love is to know that they have a truly global audience. It's really important because it helps children, you know, make sure they do include, include those full stops and those capital letters, knowing that it's just not a teacher that's reading it, but people from all over the world. Mm. It's quite powerful stuff, isn't it, Bo? It is very powerful. It, 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 I think it was a lad in your class who, when you said to him, look, why do you... 
you know, why don't you work very hard in my lessons, but but you do a lot in the blogging? What's going on there? And what did he say, <laughs> that boy? Do you remember? <laughs> Yes, it's Thomas. Um, and Thomas was saying uh, he he just really struggled using capital letters and full stops yeah. when writing independently. And it was a big um, it was a big focus of his and mine to get him to do this. And he really struggled doing it in his writing in his books. But um, on the blog, he had a comment from somebody from Australia on a football report he did, from Mr. Gilbert, it was, in fact, from Australia, who said, you know, oh, it's a wonderful report, shame, Bolton Wanderers lost, uh, but you might just want to just add some punctuation. It would really help the reader. And from that moment, Thomas started using punctuation mm. in everything really accurately. He had been listening. Mm. He just needed some inspiration. And when I asked him about it, he said, uh, I said, so why, why, why is it that you're doing it for Mr. Gilbert and not for me? And he said, well, Mr. Gilbert's real. You're not real. <laughs> he, said, uh, he said, you're not real. Mr. Gilbert's a real person. He gave up his spare time to leave me that comment. Mm. And it made a huge difference to him and to lots of other children that somebody mm. in a real place who was real uh, was giving up the time to leave them a comment on their blog. So audience and purpose is absolutely key. I spend mm. my weeks and days and weeks doing this around schools. Mm. It's so important to the children. It really is, Pi. Mm. Yeah, we'll come to that, the, the big blogging later on. Um, we're just on the Padlets at the moment. But Russell, you also caught up with Dom, who is a friend of James, and um, he's got a couple of poems that he reads for us, and it gives us a nice little interview as well. He does, and I'll run them all as one contiguous mm. piece here. So the first up is Four Days. Okay, so my name is Dom Conlon, and I'm a children's poet and author. I write uh, poetry which is often inspired by science and nature, uh, as a way of looking at, at our place in the universe. And the first poem I've got to read to you is called Four Days. And this is, this is about the first uh, landing on the moon. So it's called Four Days. Four days it took to the moon, my friend. Four days it took to land. From liftoff to the end, my friend. A journey well in hand. Four days it look, took to land, my friend. Four days it took to go. Two feet upon the ground, my friend. And then at last to know. Four days it took to go, my friend. Four days it took to see. A giant leap for all, my friend. For you, and yes, for me. Four days it took to see, my friend. Four days it took to feel. Two men upon the moon, my friend. Two men in bosomed kneel. Four days it took to feel, my friend. Four days it took to beam. The photos to the world, my friend. And a lifetime then to dream. So my second poem uh, is called The Way. And this is uh, written in a form called an Arabic, a very old Arabic form called Ghazal. And it's uh, a series of two-line stanzas. And it's a, it's a really lovely format. And this is about, um, about the, the spotting the, the, um, the new moon, which is, of course, dark. The full moon is the bright one. The new moon is the dark one. It's called The Way. Do not begin to celebrate when the full moon lights the way. The darkest sky and the new moon marks the difficult path to take along the way. The voice of knowledge will be quiet, so listen and your heart will lead the way. Earn your reward by waiting for when earth's shadow blocks the way. Say Eid Mubarak and rejoice. This is the way to show the way. Wow. Thank you very Thank much. You. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Tell me some more about this Arabic method. I'm completely new to me. Tell the listeners about that. So both of these poems are from uh, my my new book, uh, This Rock, That Rock, 
which uh, is illustrated by Vivian Schwartz. And it's 50 poems inspired by the moon. And the moon's always fascinated me for many, many different reasons. And I found lots of really intriguing ways to be inspired by it. And I looked at different forms. And one of the, I was, I was doing a, a radio uh, interview with an Islamic radio station in London. And afterwards, I said, the moon is very important in religion. And, and I don't know a great deal about Islam. So I said, how, how does it influence you? And they put me in touch with um, a scientist uh, that they know. And we talked about it. And they were explaining how, um, how they, the, the moon was a big part of um, early uh, Arab astronomy. And they've contributed an enormous amount to uh, astronomy, to early astronomy, certainly. And the gazelle is a form of, of celebrating um, events or uh, science or anything, really. And it's just two lines. You've got to do a minimum of five stanzas. And um, this is two lines per stanza. And the last line of each stanza has to end with a similar refrain. So you'll have noticed the way repeated again and again. That, that marks the end of it. But you could have one word, you could have a whole phrase, whatever you want, as long as it's repeated on the second line of each two-line stanza. Uh, that's, that's a gazelle. It's a lovely little format. And it's very easy to use as well. It's very easy to use in games. You could use a, you could do an exquisite corpse uh, type of game where you write one line, fold your paper over so it's hidden, pass it on to another person, and they've got to write uh, another line, but you've agreed an end refrain like the way or look at the moon or anything you want. You could, you could add that to the end and that second person has got to add that to the end of their line. And then you fold that over, pass it on to a third person. They write a new line, pass it on to a fourth. They write the, the second line of that next stanza and end with the refrain and so on. Mm, now we know where Pi gets all his ideas from and his cracking games that we use in the morning. Aha! His secret <laughs> is out, I tell you as well. Uh, that was really, really good, Dom. I really enjoyed it and, and, and I know nothing at all about that. So thank you so much indeed for that explanation. That is really good. And thanks so much for joining us today. We've really enjoyed to hear from you. My pleasure. Thanks. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. Lovely to hear um, James and Dom. Uh, many of these poets that we have on, we have a poet on each day. Many of them I've known for a, a long, long time. We've got Kit Wright on tomorrow. And I was I was thinking about that. I, I think it was almost 40 years ago when I first met Kit. And he came into my class when I was a, a, a young a young teacher. And it's just lovely to hear their voices. It's, it reminds me a bit, actually, Russell, of phoning up relatives, phoning up the aged aunt. It's just really nice to hear their voices. And I know that when we phone up people who we've not chatted to recently, they're always so happy to uh, hear from us. So let's crack into the second Padlet. Before we do that, Joe Pierce uh, has passed on a message saying, please tell Giles that I loved his poem and I've written back to him on the blog. So, Giles, uh, Joe Pierce has written back to you. Have a look at that. Check that out. We'll come to the blogs in a, in a while, but we're just going to do Inside the Moon. So scroll down, everybody, and you'll come to the second padlet. It says Inside the Moon. Now, the idea of this is quite simple once you get the hang of it. So, you know, to go to the pink blob, click on that. Up comes a, um, a, a little box. 
and you write in first of all your name so i've typed in pi now the idea goes like this inside the moon now you're going to see something inside the moon so what does the moon look like what does it remind us of well we've already done that let's say it reminds me of a face so i'm going to write inside the moon is a face but i'm going to make it more interesting inside the moon is a silver face now i'm not pleased with that silver is a bit obvious a bit of a cliche inside the moon i've got to find another way of describing the whiteness bone white that's what i'm going for inside the moon is a bone white face so that's my i've typed that in i've double checked it now i'm going to do another one inside the bone white face is a now if now i'm starting to imagine if i've got a bone white face it's going to be an eye inside the bone white face is a curious eye full stop double check it and i'll do another one inside the curious eye what does an eye look like an egg inside the curious eye is um is a is a cracked egg full stop and on you go like that while you are putting your ideas up, folks, I will read you one that was written by Ralph, who was in my class. He was 10 when he wrote this. This was in 1988. And we weren't doing the moon. We were actually doing um, the snow. But it's the same idea. Inside the snowflake's bite of cold is a whispering wind of wilderness. Inside the whispering wind of, wind of wilderness is a tiny ball of life. Inside the tiny ball of life is the serrated edge of an icicle. Inside the edge of an icicle is the splinter of winter. Inside the splinter of winter is imprisoned a crystal of snow. Inside the crystal of snow is summer. Inside summer is winter that has been crushed. Inside crushed winter is the song of the thaw. Inside the song of the thaw is winter's end. So we're doing inside the moon. I know you're going to start with saying the moon is, is a face that is trapped uh, in there. Inside the moon is a face. Inside the moon is a diamond. Inside the moon is a plate. Inside the moon is a cold sun. Inside the moon, all sorts of possibilities. And I know that there will be hundreds of these already being created and, and are whacked up there. And Russell, I think it's time for a musical break while everybody is working. Don't just put one up, put lots up, please. Musical break and a few shout outs. I'm James Carter. The world is very grateful to what you and Pi and your whole team are doing. It's absolutely brilliant. You are a, literally a godsend. And I, and I say that as a humanist, that you are a godsend to the world at the moment right now. And you, give, and you give a great rhythm to every family's day. I think that's important. Everyone gets up and gets really creative because the morning is the creative time of the day. And what better than to switch on to uh, radioblogging.net. Thanks, James. Always nice to hear from you. Thanks so much indeed. It's uh, 15 minutes past 10 and we have uh, still loads more to uh, to get through today. And thanks so much for getting in contact. Here come the shout outs and the mentions. We are on until 10.30, so hang on in there if you can. Coral Rumble, thank you so much. She's uh, tweeted me and said, uh, what a great, what a great treat hearing both James Carter and Dom Conlon on the show today. It's an amazing, really. That. Uh, James, thank you so much. indeed. a lovely shout out there. Joe Pierce. Uh, uh, 
Pi's already read that as well. Uh, Lorraine Harrison, thank you. Lots of street teachers out there struggling with finding an authentic audience and purpose for children's writing. I use drama for imaginary context, but this is real live audience. You bet, Lorraine. Thank you. With feedback as well. We think that's so important. Thank you so much in there as well. Uh, Carly Carr, Mr. Carly Carr, thank you so much indeed. And he said, this is really nice. It's very rare to see Sachi fully focused on what she has to do when she's in front of a laptop. And when you guys are on, that's us. Uh, she's like in a meditation state. Once the uh, virus is over, we should invite you to our school. We are big fans now. Well, you're very welcome. Uh, milk and two sugars for me. Thank you so much. Tom G, uh, just phenomenal, Tom says. My class were hooked. Enjoy. Well, give us some names. Let's get some mentions on there as well. Uh, Sharon Smith, loving it. You are very kind. Can you get a show shout out for Toby? Yes, you can indeed. Good morning, Toby. Uh, thank you so much. Alison Lang, hope I got the surname right there. Good morning. Uh, hope uh, year four at St. Joseph's in Colwyn Bay are listening. Hello to you uh, on the north coast of Wales there. I hope you are all well. Borada to all of you there. Emma Laudel, uh, Becky and Rosie are listening from Glusburn Primary School. I hope I got that right as well. Good morning to Regent's Park Community School. Hello to you. Uh, really good. And also to um, Heath Mount Primary School. I hope I got that one right as well. Uh, Heathfield School. Hello to you again. Nice to hear that you're there. Um, uh, thank you very much indeed. They're remarking about the pogo stick. They hadn't thought of that. In fact, I think none of us have thought of that, Mr. Rocky, before, to be perfectly honest. Uh, uh, and also Brian and Moses again with another lovely comment. Ian, what have you got for us? Thanks, Russell. And there is an absolutely unprecedented amount of activity on the Padlets this morning. David and I were just having a chat about that. So do please keep posting because they will be approved in good time. But it's so much fantastic work this morning. Shreesha, good morning. Thank you very much for getting in touch with us. And also St. Matthew School in Birmingham listening on this sunny morning. Isn't it beautiful this morning? Uh, Mrs. Shirtliff, good morning to you from Marone School on the Isle of Man today. So uh, a big shout out to everybody there. Vicky, Linsa and Cora are our first go on radio blogging today. I do hope I pronounced your names correctly there. Thank you for joining us today. Mrs. Padley and Miss Davenport, all the children at St. Martin's Cranbrook as well. Mrs. McDonald, shout out for all the children from Glenbrook in Nottingham. And then Corey from Gastrels is there as well. Lots more shout outs to get through. I'm going to do as many as I can in the time. I've got Bethany wants a shout out for her mum and dad who are key workers. Good morning, Michaela, who's a parent from somebody at Stone with Woodford Primary School. Good morning. Massive shout out to all the staff and children there. They do an amazing job looking after and caring for the welfare in these difficult times. Thank you so much indeed. Arthur, thank you so much for getting in touch. Miss Mallon, hello. Welcome. Thank you for getting in touch with us this morning. Nicholas has just got back from Joe Wicks. This came in earlier on. Well, I hope you can get a shout out. Of course you get a shout out. It's come in. We try to read it out. Isabella, good morning. And Holly, good morning to you. Maureen from Warren Road, good morning. Thank you for getting in touch this morning. Rosie and Sam, returning listeners. Thank you, Rosie and Sam, for getting in touch. Really, really good to hear from you as well. Um, Sam, thank you so much indeed. Uh, Sachin, I beg your pardon. Sachin um, got in touch with us earlier on. Um, Pi and I were discussing what the catapults were called. They're called trebuchets. I think that's how I've pronounced it correctly. Mm. And this is the interactivity of live radio. Sachin, thank you so much for getting in touch and telling us what they were called. I've now learned something. Every day is a learning day. A firm believer in that absolutely um we've also got greg good morning um i hope i pronounced that correctly zoe 
here um she's doing a headstand while she's listening any way you want to listen absolutely fine with us monty goshawks year five get a shout out absolutely you can evelyn as well sarah powers hi from sarah uh, sam and jacob from ridge primary school lots of different names of schools coming through lots of new listeners which we absolutely love Maisie, freya and sonia are also first time listeners uh francesca wants a shout out for grange primary school you've got one there good morning to anthony chendor as well uh and also to oliver and a few more uh we've also got a shout out to uh miss hall as well thank you so and so much and just before i go uh, just a few emails radioblogging at gmail.com you've got 10 minutes to get your emails in the oliver family from derby Thank you for the game ideas. We're giggling a lot. <laughs> I'm giggling the whole time. Love them so much. Mrs. Baker, hello. Good morning to you. Has been in touch. Also has Laura Davenport uh, and Mrs. Padley, and they are listening today and hope children are listening at home. Lots and lots of people getting in touch. Really, really good to hear from you. Thank you so much. You can email us continuing now for the next nine minutes or so. But now with the next part of the show, it's over to Pi Corbett. Thanks ever so much. I did want to say and just remind everybody that um, it's worth going onto the different poets' uh, own websites. You can see the uh, various books that they've got. They're always got things like extra poems on there. Sometimes uh, there are video clips and audio, etc. So do explore our poets uh, through their websites. Well, We've got the Padlets going because they've been absolutely crazy with lots and lots of people putting bits and bobs up. Just mention a few here. Archie, inside the moon, there is crumbly cheese. And then, Archie, you go inside the crumbly cheese is, and that's where it begins to get really hard. Um, Aiden, I like it. You've got the idea here, Aiden. Inside the moon is an alien. Inside the moon, alien is kindness. Inside the kindness is beauty. Inside the beauty is a speck of evil. Inside the evil is destruction. Wow. That goes from being really rather uh, nice to it gets horrider and horrider. Mrs. D, inside the moon is a glassy ocean. Inside the glassy ocean is a silvery shark. Inside the silvery shark is a deadly jaw. Inside the deadly jaw are rows of sharp tipped teeth. Isn't it interesting how people are going from nice sounding things into things that are a little bit more ominous, a bit more scary. Lydia, inside the wolves is a glowing ball of curiosity. Ooh, I like that idea of that glowing ball of curiosity. That's a bit unusual. I've not heard that before. Finlow, inside the orb moon is an orb of life. Inside the orb of life is the chatter of hope. Inside the chatter of hope, there is the element of happiness. Mm, loving that one, the chatter of hope. Miss P, inside the moon is a delicate diamond. Inside the delicate diamond is a dreamy grey expanse. Inside the dreamy grey expanse is an enormous blue whale. Charlie, inside the moon there are broken bones of extraterrestrials and warriors. Liam James, inside the moon is a giant piece of golden cheese. More cheese. We've had that twice and we know what that means if we get something repeated. It means it's an idea we've heard before. So Liam, you could pop back and slightly change that to something else that is golden, and then it will be absolutely your idea. Lewis, inside the ice white blade is a curious life form. Ooh, that's sharp. Clem, inside the moon is frozen tears. I think you need R there, Clem. Inside the moon are frozen tears of an ancient god. Yes, fantastic idea. Just tweak that uh, is. Put your cursor on it, and then uh, you can click on the grey box and do a bit of editing. So read each other's i'm loving the way that i can see 
Finlow, for instance, got six uh, 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 hearts on there. So what we're doing is we're, we're reading each other's, we're liking them because we can learn from each other. We can pick up from each other. Now we get to the blogging bit. So below the padlet, you see a rectangle, an orange rectangle. It says Spaceman's Letter to Earth. And I'm picking up here, Ian, on what we did earlier on where you were interviewing me <laughs> and I was doing my silly Dalek voice. But I did wonder if somebody came from outer space and who knows they may have but if they came to earth what would they make of it at the moment and so i wrote a letter from this imaginary spaceman to earth and thinking about what did i like about earth and there are many many things that we all love about our earth and where we live and our lives and how lucky we are but there are also some things that we don't like and i went for some of those big things in life that we hear People like David Attenborough, for instance, talking about um, uh, how important it is to protect our planet. So you'll hear the pattern uh, of the sentences. I'll read it through. And the big challenge for blogging, if you go below my model, is for you to have a go in role as a spaceman, like writing a letter to planet Earth. And you put in your title. Don't forget your name. That's important. So we know who you are. Then you write your blog post below. Now, if it was me, I always write in my notebook first. I'm going to edit in my notebook. I always read it aloud so I can hear whether or not it flows, whether or not the sentences run into each other, whether or not I'm making my points clearly. And then I get it up onto the computer. So you put it in that big box there, reread it, double check it. If you're with somebody else, get them to reread it and discuss it together before you finally post it. And underneath it tells you how to post. You've got to click then finally on the submit box. So I'll go back and I'll read mine. So this is a spaceman writing to the planet Earth and everybody on the planet, dear Earth. I visited last year and I'm writing to tell you about what I discovered. I love the blue oceans, but I did not enjoy seeing dolphins trapped in nets, let alone the shorelines awash with plastic. I love the green silences in forests, but not the loggers destroying vast areas, toppling trees and leaving nowhere for the forest animals to live. I love the blue skies and gentle clouds but not their airplanes swarming like wasps and spouting their fumes. I enjoyed the pathways across the hills, but not the traffic-laden roads snaking across your lands. I love the ways in which you all live in different countries, but was amazed to see that you are still killing each other in wars. Earth, you have so much to enjoy, but the troublesome humans lack respect for their planet. They should learn to love the skies, love the land, and look after the amazing animals, flowers, plants, and each other. People of the earth, you have enough with what you need, but not enough to feed your greed. I will return in a hundred years' time to see how well you are doing. Yours sincerely, the man from outer space. So you can see there in the middle, I've written sentences that follow the same pattern. I loved, da -da 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 -da, but I did not. Da -da 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 -da. And I made a list using commas of the things that I didn't enjoy. So you can have a go at using the same thing. If you want to do your letter completely differently, that is fine. The challenge is to write a letter from a spaceman who's visited Earth 
and um, and then you blog it and you post it. And then, David, um, can you just talk us through? We've got a few minutes. Just talk us through a, a little bit about the whole business of responding to each other um, and how we do that. I think we do that by clicking on listeners posts, don't we? So if we click on that, we can then see what other people have done. Tell us a bit about the responding. Yes, one of the key features of blogging is the fact that we get a chance to respond and to leave a comment, uh, which is something, you know, only teachers really do in books in schools. Uh, but what we've got here is we can do this with each other. We can have people we know, people we don't know, who are commenting, leaving us some feedback on our blog posts. And we spent quite a bit of time on this in previous weeks, looking at those three main characteristics, those nine words. Number one, say something positive. Number two, suggest an improvement. Oh, sorry, ask a question. And number three is to suggest an improvement. And if we can offer um, comments that contain those types of uh, uh, the bits of advice, then we are giving the children some great feedback that they can use in their future writing. So all you need to do, and you've got two ways of doing this, you can either go to the tag cloud, find your name, or find a name of somebody else's uh, blog post that you'd like to visit. So you can choose a name, go and visit one of their blog posts. You have to load that up, click on the title. And once you've read that blog post, underneath every single blog post is a comment box. And that's where you can write number one, number two, number three, and get those in there. And we, there are, on previous shows, there's loads of advice find comment corner you can search for that on the site you'll see loads of advice on how to leave comments but we've also got a team of commenters um we have i don't know around we've got tens and tens of of teachers and people around the world who are coming in every day using their own time and leaving comments for children which is fantastic so a big thank you to them and that's what they do they go to listeners posts they scroll down, find the blog posts, and leave comments. And children love comments. We know that from the work we do in schools. But it's it's a powerful thing, Pine. We you know we we've seen that firsthand, haven't we? Before. Oh yes, um, very very powerful. It, it is lovely, and I like that as an author. We we all like it when somebody reads our work and says something uh, positive about it. Um, so it is very powerful, yes, and it's part of the idea. And it's an interesting thought that somebody sitting, I don't know, in Croydon can have their writing read by somebody in Australia and responded to. It's quite an extraordinary thing. And it just brings us all together as one world people. Um, OK, we're near the end of the session, everybody. If you go below where it says Spaceman's Letter to Earth, there's another orange box that says Extension Task. This is the final thing we're going to leave you with. And this is the one where you can record your own because there is an audio padlet. And we'll come to how you do that uh, in a moment because there is uh, a way of um, uh, hearing somebody explain it. But I thought for tomorrow, let's begin with an alien interview on the six o'clock news. So you'll either need to do the voices, which is what I'm going to do in a minute, or you'll need a friend to do it with or, or mum or your teacher or whoever. So the idea is basically one of you is going to interview uh, the other and uh, it's an interview with an alien on the six o'clock news. Uh, but this time, the six o'clock news is done by uh, somebody who is living on this planet and you're interviewing an alien from another planet. OK, 
I'll read you mine through and then you can think about how you would do it. Good evening. This is the six o'clock news with Pi Corbett. This evening, I am interviewing Artismo, the alien from a distant planet. Artismo, how are you enjoying your visit to Earth? I do not like cats. I'm sorry. Lots of people love cats and keep them as pets. What don't you like? They chase my mouse cousins. Mice are your cousins? Yes, a colony of mice came to Earth many thousands of years ago. They were the first aliens to set up home here. Now they have spread across your planet. Oh, what else have you enjoyed seeing? Oh, I like the colour of your sky. Ours is purple, but yours is much better. It's a bit strange not having two suns and night is very dark. Our planets, our plants grow in the dark so you can see where you're going. Oh, well, thank you, Artismo. We've enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Always find it difficult not to laugh during these things, but I managed to hold it together. So I think you'll be more creative than I've been there. I put that together very late last night. Um, And um, you've got the space there to uh, create your blog post and and, uh, post it. But just above the padlet at the bottom of the page, Russell, I'm writing saying it, it, there is something they can press there, isn't there? Yes, there is. There's a player button and our fabulous voiceover artist, the Amy, has very kindly recorded her voice with some instructions there. So you can just click on that and that will play back. And it's very simple and it's very easy. But we have some top tips. So nice and close to the microphone. Uh, do respect each other's social distancing space. So if you're working outside of your family, step away so that the other person can step in. We can always edit the gaps out so don't worry about that but nice and close but not too close some of them came in very very loud listen back to your recording before you post it as ever was that helpful (laughs) was that okay did i do okay i can do my own applause if you want it's not a problem (laughs) just let me know i've fallen asleep (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) hold on i better do my own (laughs) thank you so much i'm here all week I love these, uh, Russell. These are a real treat because we'll play some of them tomorrow. And it's just lovely um, to hear the voices of some of our listeners in our show. It's lovely to read the blogs. I love reading the Padlets and it's a real treat. So uh, children at home and in school, uh, see if you can get one or two things recorded for us and we'll play those tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is a very special day for us. It is Magical Wednesday and we do have it right on tomorrow he's going to be reading three poems he's also going to uh, you interview him uh, as well russell and we are going to do some writing around uh, the whole notion of, of magic and and wishes as well so i'm really looking forward to it and before i say goodbye to everybody and hand back to you russell for the roundup i want to recommend a book um, Jill Lewis. I don't know if I've mentioned her before. She's written a lot of books. All of the books feature an animal in a big way. And her first one was called Skyhawk. And it's about a couple of children who find a very, very special bird. And I'm not going to say any more, but if you love the books of Michael Morpurgo, you will absolutely love this book. I would have thought children of certainly 9, 10, 11, 12 could easily read this to themselves. If you're younger, you might want to get your mum or your dad or your teacher to read it to you. It's called Skyhawk. It's by Jill Lewis, and it's a cracking story. 
Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Great recommendation there. there. Final shout outs from Ian and myself. Uh, someone called Madge has been in touch and she says, don't forget to say happy 94th birthday to Her Majesty the Queen. Well, indeed, Mom, many happy returns of the day from all of us here at Radio Blogging as well. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, that's all the shout outs from me. Ian, what have you got for us? Thanks so much, Russell. The time, 24 minutes to 11 o'clock. And we've heard from Jensen. Good morning to Jensen. Hi. He's a big fan of pie. Hi. Thank you for getting in touch. Ruben, good morning to you. Can you have a shout out? Yes, you can. Kitty Wright and Martha Clark, please, can they have a shout out? And to all the key workers who are amazing and deserve to be treated like kings and queens. They so do and should be absolutely right. And we've also had uh, a shout out this morning from Max for uh, Barleyfields Primary School. I think that's one of our new listening schools. Good morning to you. Rose is our first time on the show today. Good morning and welcome, Rose. Thank you for joining us. Lucy as well, her class 6M. Can they have a, a shout out as well? You certainly can. Toby, good morning. He misses his mates. I can totally understand. And that's part of what we're here for as well. Not only are we hopefully providing a very high quality literacy hour first thing in the morning, but this is also a chance to connect with people that maybe you haven't had a chance to see for quite some time. Uh, Also, shout outs this morning for Sarah, for Amelia and Oscar from Overstone Primary School in Northamptonshire. Eliza, hello, good morning to you as well. Also, Andrew at Warren Road School, first time listener for him as well this morning. And we had a lovely email. Uh, from Laura Davenport. Thank you for the shout out. Absolutely fine. No problem at all. Put a smile on your face. I am so glad. Um, And you've come away with lots of really good ideas and thanking us for doing what we're doing. Well, it's our pleasure. It really is. We really are trying to give children a purpose for their writing. And judging by the quality that is just coming through day after day after day, that is happening really all over the country and indeed all over the world. Um, If you'd like more shout outs and you fancy a bit of music, um, there's my afternoon show this afternoon at 2.15. It's on radioblogging.net. It's also on Westwood Radio as well. You are most welcome to join me 2.15 this afternoon. But from me, that's all the shout-outs for now. Russell, back to you. Thanks very much indeed. So from all of the team, everyone have a fabulous Tuesday. It's just coming up to 22 minutes to 11. So a big thank you to our special guests today, our poets of the day, James Carter and the fabulous Dom Conlon. Thank you so much indeed, gentlemen. What a great contribution you've made uh, to children's writing and oracy and literacy today. It's really good to have you. We're back tomorrow for another the go at it. Uh, have a great day wherever you are. Stay safe, and we'll catch you tomorrow at nine thirty. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Radio Blogging, daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged. Brought to you by Pi Corbett, David Mitchell, Ian Rocky, and Russell Prue. Just listen and blog. It's live, fun, and interactive. And with new educational tasks every day, just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more. 